Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Kulays. Welcome to the Barca Talk Cafe. I am Gabriel Quiroga here in Madrid, Spain. And every Friday, Mariana Guzman of the Conexión Deportiva and ADN Barca Podcast joins me from Barcelona as we talk the latest FC Barcelona and football from Spain. Mariana, ¿qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? Hello. I am happy because tomorrow is the day that we have been waiting for. So I'm excited. I'm excited for the Barca Talk weekend. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I have a lot of mixed emotions today because I know it's my fault. We, yeah, 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 yeah. So let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's okay. One one thing really quick. Uh, yeah. Today is the anniversary of my first day in Madrid. Nice. Eleven years ago, when I first it's came your to visit Madrid University. Yeah, it's the first time I came to Europe. So this is also eleven years ago when Barcelona won the Champions League as well. Because wow. it was also yeah. So eleven years ago. Yeah. So. Let's let's put this in mind. But okay. I was I, I have Google Photos, right? And it said happy anniversary. And I said, oh, my God. Wow. This is May 20th is like a special day because it's like the first day I came to Europe. And then the following year I, I moved to to Spain. Second thing, obviously, I'm very excited to see you in three dimensional form tomorrow at our Barca <laughs> talk event to watch the feminine. But then you gave me some mixed emotions just I'm before. I'm so we were... sorry. Barcelona have done it again. They changed the time yeah. the week like to a day before the weekend. And now the match against Villarreal is at 10 o'clock at night. No puede ser. I mean, it was supposed to be at 6.30. And I was I already made plans for Sunday night. And now, I mean, I'm still going to go to the match, obviously. But, I, you know, I want to go to the Chiringuito, to the playa, to have some beers on a Sunday night. Like, that was what my, my intention was. But, yes, uh, I'm excited as well. So, we'll see how this <laughs> turns out. So. I mean, I when I received my credential, I was, what, this time? I was like, this doesn't, this doesn't look what... I mean, I, I remember that we talk about like a different time. So it was like, no, no, Gabriel, yeah. <laughs> I need to talk to you about this. It's, it's 10 p.m. It's it's really late. For example, yeah. I'll be out of the stadium like 1 a.m. in the morning. So yeah. it's really, really, really late. And of course, I mean, people say like, oh, fans don't go to the stadium. But I mean, it's, it's late for for, for regular people who has yeah. to go to work at Monday, you know, it's like it's really, really late. It's one of those things that I do like how La Liga makes one match per hour. So like every match can be seen by everyone. So I do like that as compared to the Premier League during the yeah. season, during the season. But 
if they're able to change the time one day before like this, just put all the matches at the same time like they did last weekend. You know, they put four matches last weekend at the same time at 7.30. And I like that a lot. They had the multi-liga. Did, you can did watch you them. like it? I hated it. It's oh, just for one. I it's just it. It's just for one weekend. It's just I know, for one but weekend. I hated it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm just saying, selfishly. Yeah, of thank course. You, thank you, thank you. <laughs> selfishly, I want this match to be at 6.30 so that I can go yes. to the Chiringuito after. Thank you. Yeah, keep honking your horn. <laughs> anyway, we have a short episode today because there's only a couple of things. It's been a relatively quiet weekend. The first thing that I want to talk about is the FC Barcelona are headed to the United States this summer. So obviously a lot of our patron community and Kool-Aids in the States are going to be very excited to see that. They're headed to Miami and to New York to play some MLS teams. Uh, I know a lot of people in our WhatsApp group were really excited to, ha- to have that happen because, again, you know, coming to Europe is a very difficult thing. Obviously, yeah. when Barcelona can come to the U.S., it's a very exciting moment. So they're going to be playing three matches uh, against the Red Bulls and against uh, Inter Miami, which is Beckham's team. So people yeah. are very excited. So. Uh, Actually, I I wanna um, I wanna talk to you about something. A journalist from DirecTV Sports, that mm-hmm. is a very important TV channel in Latin America, said that Messi is really interested in buying some actions on uh, Inter de Milan, in Milan, Inter de Miami. Yeah. So I don't know. We, we'll why? see. Uh, why? Maybe. Well, actually. It's a good question. I mean, I don't have like, <laughs> like, it's a good question. I don't have these stats, uh, but uh, M- MLS is actually growing. No, no. I mean, we'll talk about this in like in five years. I think no, it's going to no, be. No, 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 no. I, I do think so. It's going to have a huge, um, you don't. I mean, no, you look. Never, no, never, never. What? Never, never, don't never, never say never. Like just no, no, no. It's it, I will, I will. You could put this on my gravestone when I die. The MLS will never be big in the United States. Never, never. Uh, there's, there's, I, we can, we can I don't save agree. this. We can save this for a summer episode when we have when we need to talk about something. But yeah. I'm telling you, Mariana, there's so many things wrong with the MLS in the states that it will never, it will never ever be big. For example, one thing: the schedule. Mm-hmm. The schedule goes from February to October. No puede ser. How do you do transfers? How do you do World Cup breaks? It just doesn't work. Well, that that can change. It you won't know, change. I, it won't change. I they, think they well, well. Apparently, Messi has an interest. Uh, so we'll we'll see. I mean, me at the, the at the end of the, the day, Miami looks alike Barcelona. Well, that, that's the other <laughs> that's the other thing. Let me ask you this: yeah. what do, what club what club would have more value? If you were Messi, like buying into a team like, I don't know, uh, Cadiz or Inter Miami. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just Americans, saying. Americans, I mean, I one thing that's important. Americans really know how to make money. We don't, yeah, I'm not talking course, about football, you know, I'm not uh, yeah, talking yeah, about Americans know how to make money. So if I need to put my money in a soccer team. Um, open to see what American teams can offer. So to me, it's not crazy. And I think the markets and everything can change from 10 years from now. I think from five to 10 years, I think, I don't know, you are saying no, 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 no. So, okay. No, I think, <laughs> well, I think, you I are think, the American here. I know, I know. But also there's just more, 
there's just so many more issues behind the scenes that this will never i mean i think i think mariana is investing in cryptocurrency is better than mls like that's just my my idea right uh, i think this is a good topic for us to have in the summer because i yeah. there's just so many things and i think i will convince you that this okay. will never happen because once we talk about all the other things that like for example there's no relegation right the distance the cities are from the united states makes it very difficult there's a play Muchas cosas. There's too many things to go to go through this. That MLS will never be big in the United. Do you know Mariana? I went to the very first MLS match ever. Really? Yeah. It was the San Jose Clash, which was the city that I'm from, against wow. DC United, and uh, I'll never forget it. It was really awesome. They played in this college stadium. Eric Winalda, the United States Super <laughs> World Cup star, scored the game-winning goal, one nothing, and more mm -hmm. importantly, as a Boliviano. I got to say, see Echeverri, who was on DC nice. United, who was like my favorite player as well. So I went to the very first MLS game and I haven't been back since. So, <laughs> well, well, we will see what happens. But apparently Messi has um, has a thing for, yeah, for yeah. Inter. So let's get to the next thing, and that's obviously the Lewandowski rumors. On Wednesday, I spoke with Troy and we kind of had a... Uh, player draft about all the players that we think are possible uh, signings fichajes for Barca this summer and we talked about Lewandowski so everyone kind of knows my opinion but I want to know your opinion on this idea of Lewandowski uh, really quick if you don't know I'm uh -huh. not for this signing mainly because of his age uh -huh. he's going to be 34 in August okay and I know Mariana I know he's in great shape but 34 is still 34 that still scares yeah. me what are your thoughts on this? Do you think in your Mariana intuition, do you think this is going to happen? How would you gauge this this rumor? I mean, uh, um, people are really saying that he wants to come, you know, and that's that's really important. I don't know if you saw the Gigantes, yeah. <laughs> like the manager buying the T-shirt and all that show. Yeah. I think there's a real intention of both parts, but... First, Barcelona still hasn't talked to Bayern. Okay? They haven't done any negotiation at this point. Um, I, I, I have mixed feelings about this because, like you said, he is 34. I mean, we cannot forget about this, but in the other part, we know that he is in a wonderful shape. So we know that he can, like for the first season with the team, he can he can make goals, you know, we know that. But I don't know. I mean, the thing with his age really doesn't make me completely happy or excited, actually. I mean, people are like, oh, it's, it's the signing. And um, it's, it's basically that that's what Barcelona can afford if, if he affords low his salary and his condition, you know. But to me, it's more like that's that's what Barcelona can afford over that. That's the best signing for the team, you know. And there's a big, big difference. Of course, it's Lewandowski. He's amazing. He's incredible. I'm not saying the opposite of that. But he is 34, and that's a thing yeah. to be... That's something that we need to consider. So, um, uh, I am, I am not particularly excited. I mean, I think of course he can help the team, but I think that he really wants to come. 
like everyone is saying like all these of uh, for example Gerard Romero from his Twitter account um I think if he really wants to be here he's going to be able to be here so yeah. we'll see but definitely I'm not in the mood like whoa the signing <laughs> you know like yeah. no I think it's uh, very similar almost to the Obama Yang signing where the player makes is making a lot of effort to come to mm -hmm. Barcelona, right? Uh, the last thing, you know, I'll, if Lewandowski comes to Barcelona just by happen to be visiting family in Girona, también, yeah, like yeah, then yeah. all of a sudden it's like this. <laughs> the other thing too is that a lot of people just always assume that a player of Lewandowski's stature, uh, ability, is going to come to Barcelona and score 50 goals without issue, right? And I always just say it's not as easy as you think. And also I always say, Look at Ibrahimovic when he came to Barcelona. Everyone thought he was huh. going to score 30 to 40 goals, and he struggled a little bit at the beginning of the season, found his footing, hit some incredible goals, especially in the Clásico, where he had a, a really awesome goal there, but ultimately was not a really good fit. And so that's why I just kind of look at, you know, as we always say right now, Mariana, the hardest thing for Kules to do is to think of next season to improve, but then also think three to four years for improvement exactly. with, with the young, right? So that's always going to be the difficult because we want to compete for trophies next season. So all of a sudden we want to get this player and this player here, but we also have to be uh, smart with the idea and the plan. We have to be patient with the plan, you know? So, um, so yeah. I the mean, thing is, Gabriel, is that uh, is that is what Barcelona can I know. afford, you know, I know, it's just know. like that. So I think that's why people are like, yes, oh, but at the end of the, at the, end of the day, it's like, mm, it's, it's not 100% true. For example, um, everyone here is all about Mbappé and Madrid and people are like, you know, People like Madrid fans know that if they got Mbappé, it's a hell of a signing, you know, for the next years. So I, I, heard, I, I heard this really good question as mm -hmm. like if you were, you know, let's say put put yourself in my position as like a as a super cool, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Would you prefer that Madrid didn't sign Mbappé or Barcelona signed Lewandowski? Madrid not sign him exactly exactly <laughs> that's that's the thing so I'm yeah. <laughs> right now I'm so nervous because yeah there's so many rumors coming that he could stay in Paris he obviously mm -hmm. Madrid but to me that is like more of a bigger move than what Barcelona does because of course Mbappe, right Mbappe is going to be a superstar for Madrid for the next yeah. 10 seasons and so if he by chance stays to Paris that to me is like a mega signing for Barca you know like that is massive right because now Holland is at Man City And Mbappe stays at Paris, and that is like, okay, and Madrid are not going to be as maybe, I don't know, maybe they the transition to the next era is not going to be as smooth as they thought, right? So that's, yeah, that's the yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, Madrid fans are kind of scared. A oh, friend yeah. of mine was like, uh, like, this is this is going to be, like, if Mbappe doesn't come to Madrid, this is going to be hard for me, even for my divorce. <laughs> like, 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 things are getting complicated in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, again, that's that's the thing, right? Like, I think all of us Kules would prefer yeah. that Madrid doesn't sign Mbappe rather than we get Lewandowski, right? So that's kind uh, of the yeah. idea of what we're looking at here. Now, again, I know that Barcelona doesn't have the patience to do that, to wait this season. But, again, I like... For me, going forward, I'd get more excited, you know, for the signing of left backs and right backs. Like, obviously, Christensen is probably most likely coming. I mean, it still hasn't been completely confirmed, but it's almost there. But also, like, just the left backs and right backs that we're looking at, like, that to me is is more 
looking towards Chavi's plan for the next season and the next two to see, two to three seasons for improvement. So that's what I'm looking at. All right. I just wanted to get your pulse on Lewandowski oh. on that. So we're kind of on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Troy, Troy had a good, uh, good idea. He said if the contract was two years, then he would be more on board, more excited about that. But the contract looks like it's going to be three seasons, which means he'll be 37 when he finishes, which is... Mm. I don't know. That's 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 like really old in football terms. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, all right. Uh, last thing we want to highlight, since tomorrow we're going to be at Conesa Beer Bar watching the final. I can't believe it's tomorrow. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like how it's like. like um, I just want to highlight the, the obviously the match tomorrow. This is. I'm, let me tell you, Mariana. I'm nervous about this match because I do not want to see these women fail. And more importantly, uh-huh. I want to see this Champions League. More importantly, because who they're playing against Lyon, right? Lyon yeah. has been the standard for the last 15 years of women's football. Yeah, yeah. They've won seven Champions Leagues compared to the one that we had, basically. Uh-huh. And a lot of things happened the last time they played each other in the final in 2019. Obviously, Lyon embarrassed them 4-1. to It was a turning point because Barca was on the up, but they weren't there at that level yet. But since 2019, a lot's changed. How are you feeling about this match? Are you as nervous as I am? Because I, like, let me just really quick. One thing, uh-huh. if, if Barca doesn't score in the first 15 minutes, that's when I'm going to start to get nervous because every match leading to this, basically the whole season in Champions League, they've been able to score early where they've just been able to mount more goals with confidence. But you know in the finals, huh. you, it's always difficult, and especially against a team like Lyon that has such a good defense. If they don't score early, then it's going to be a dogfight, and that's where I'm going to get nervous. Well, I think the I think the girls are confident. They just finished La Liga with three victories in three matches, so that's incredible. They just did it the perfect Liga. And uh, I have... Really, really good feelings about tomorrow. I think Barca can completely win these champions. I know Leon, of course, is a tough, um, it's a tough, tough team, but to me, they are in a better shape and they are in this state of confidence with the team. I mean, the team itself, but the fans, the support. Um, I think there's a really good, good possibility that they can score like on the first minutes and that they are the champions. So I think we're going to have fun. I really do. I think we're going to have fun and I think we're going to, we're going to see him celebrating. I mean, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. The one thing I'm just, I'm just so nervous because I'm seeing a lot of similarities with the men's Champions League runs and women's right now. Right. And yes, when the men have reached the final, especially under Pep and in, in the last years, They've been really solid in the final, right? They've been able to score early and put their dominance and so forth, right? So I think there's a lot of similarities with that. The only thing that I'm just really nervous about is just Lyon's defense and how good they are and how good they're able to counter. And I just don't think Barca have played a team as strong as Lyon. And I think that's going to kind of gauge in the first 20 minutes, obviously. However, I know that, like you said, 30 and 30 is an epic feat, obviously. And also just the form that they're in lately. Obviously, they're going to be one of the, they're at their most healthiest moment right now as well, especially getting Martins back as well as to come off the bench, hopefully, if they need to. But again, I think, I think it should be a victory for the feminine. I really hope so because I, I, 
especially after this this season with the men, I I want to see this end with the triplete for the women. Like I just want to see this, and I want to celebrate it tomorrow with obviously with with you and whoever else is there, and more importantly, just you know have that sensation of winning a cup again. You know, we can go to Canaletas later. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. I mean, we'll be we'll be close by. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So I don't know if you have any other thoughts about the feminine. I mean, again, it's. I mean, it's really hard not to feel super confident, but at the same time, I'm kind of just, uh, you know, after reading this article that I was reading about uh, Leon's year this year, I was like, oh, man, they've really been kind of under the radar just because how great Barcelona's been. But, yeah. uh, again, I could see it going a lot of ways, but I, I hope it's it's a, it's a blowout for Barcelona. Nice. Well, well, I think we're going to have fun, and I think we're going to win. Yeah, well, we'll see. And then we can go to Canada, right, afterwards. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Mariana, that, we'll close it with that because uh, there's really not much more else to talk about. We'll, we'll, we're going to do some things tomorrow, take pictures, do some live Yay! streaming tomorrow with our phones and, and go from there. So I'm excited to see you. Uh, until Me tomorrow, too. Mariana, have a good day and we'll Yay! see you tomorrow. Have a nice trip. <laughs> Thank Barcelona you. Barcelona is waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Podcast Network.